0: The following is is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN presents High School Basketball. High School Basketball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Up next is the Hogemeyer Hybrid pregame Show.
1: Gillespie Ag Service in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst team and coaches and wish them the best of luck. Gillespie Ag Service, your pioneer seed dealer. The world depends on farmers, but who can farmers depend on? At Pioneer, our teams are dedicated to serving farmers year-round. Pioneer, an American seed brand since 1926.
2: And good evening once again, everyone, from the beautiful Amherst High School Gymnasium. It is time for the fourth and final game of the opening day of the 2022 Amherst Holiday Basketball Tournament. Always brings a little alum back, and of course, with the weather out there, hope everybody's safe. If you couldn't get out and about, glad that you're with us here on ESPN Tri-Cities for the Amherst Carney Catholic Boys Contest. This always has a little flair to it, shall we say, (laughs) and this year... Amherst, the much better of it, coming in seven and zero, ranked second and third in Class C two. Carney Catholic, uh, graduating all basically of the team that made it to the state semifinals last year. They are three and four. Let's go ahead and take a look at our injury report. And thank goodness we don't have to worry about anybody in this game. It's the only game of the day. Our Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Both of the uh, Coaches telling me that they were at full strength and are ready to get going here for today's basketball game, and hopefully we can keep it that way as well. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy.
1: Tonight's starting lineup is presented by Five Points Bank. Better choices, better service. Welcome to Five Points Bank, a very proud sponsor of all our area teams and coaches. Five Points Bank can take your banking and make it simple. Five Points Bank in Grand Island and Kearney, the better bank.
2: And now here are the starting lineups. First off for the visitors from Kearney Catholic. For the stars, they will begin with number 0, 6'2 sophomore in Owen Axman. Number 1 is a 6-foot junior. That is Carson Murphy. Also in the starting lineup tonight, number 3, 6-foot junior, Brant Christner. Number 24, six-foot senior Landon deal. He leads the team in scoring at 12 points per basketball game. And number 34, the 6'3 senior, is Quinton Hoagland. The head coach of the Stars is Bob Langen, assisted by Noah Velasic, Sean Smith, and Casey Lashley. The Stars are 3-4 and four on the season. They put together a little win streak after uh, the start of the year to win three, two in a row against Orton Ravenna. They also beat Sandy Creek over at the Heartland Hoops Holiday Classic in Hastings. Their losses are to Holdridge, North Platte, St. Pat's, McCook, and Boone Central. For the Amherst Broncos, number one, five foot ten inch junior is Austin Adelon. Adelung on the season, averaging 11 points a game. Number three, six-foot senior Nolan Elo leads the team at just under 16 a game. Number 11, six-three junior Carter Rieslin. Number 21, 6'2 senior scout Simmons. And number 23, 6'3 junior Taj Hadwiger, averaging just under 15 points per ball game. The head coach is Eric Rippon, assisted by Jalen Heaser, Nate Lothar, and Les Lung. 7-0, ranked second and third in the two state's newspapers. Wins over Ravenna, South Loop, Loomis, Arcadia Loop City, Axtell, Adams Central, and Gothenburg. Starting line, is brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll tip it off between the Stars and the Broncos right after this on KXPN Kearney. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terrier Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer, as we are ready to put the ball in the air here. Tim Valou looks like he's going to throw it up. Pat O'Neill, Gavin Higgins, our other officials here this evening, and the ball. Well, they jump before the ball was thrown. Owen Axman and Tage Hadwiger. You know Tage can jump. Owen wants to get him. These kids really know each other too. Just being 15 miles down the road and. The home team, Amherst, will take the opening tip. They want to run. They want a gun. They can shoot the three. They can get it inside. We'll start with a three from the outside, and it is buried to start this basketball game here for Scout Simmons, and everybody can shoot the basketball, so keep an eye on that here for the Amherst Broncos as they lead it 3 to nothing. Carney Catholic against the pressure. Owen Axman scoops it over to Brant Christner. Tried to throw it back to Axman. He wasn't looking, and the ball gets turned over. deal tried to save it. Or Hoagland tried to save it and fast break the other way. Taj Hadwiger will take it at the rack and score. So a quick start here for Amherst. Five-nothing in the first 30 seconds of the basketball game. Carney Catholic does not score a lot of points. They haven't so far this year. They want to get this pace slowed down, and that means they got to get into a half-court set. Amherst is averaging 62 points per ball game, while Carney Catholic is averaging only 36. And we've got a foul. Trying to fight their way through the screen here on the Amherst Broncos. First foul of the game, and it's on Taj Hadwiger. So the ball will come back into the hands here. Of the Stars trying to throw it in. They lose it in the middle of the floor. Picked up by Elo. Elo all the way to the other end. Switches hands. Left-hand scoop shot. No good. Good defense there by Murphy. The ball goes out of bounds. It'll belong to Carney Catholic. After our game, it's the NFL. Final Thursday night game of the year. The Tennessee Titans. Taking on the Dallas Cowboys in college football. Oklahoma leads Florida State 17-11 to with 12 minutes to go in the third. Minnesota beats Syracuse 28-20. Later, Washington and Texas. 8 o'clock in the Alamo Bowl. Husker men's basketball team in action as well. Three-pointer by Quentin Hoagland is off the mark. No good. Rebounded deal. He puts it up. He gets tomahawk chopped by Tage Hadwiger on the block shot. Still stars basketball as it came all the way out top. Skip pass to deal. landed into the paint, draws a triple team. Into the corner he'll go to Axman. Axman drives into the paint. He'll put it off the iron, no good. And the loose ball is going to be grabbed here again by Amherst. Looks like Scout Simmons comes out of here with a basketball. Skip pass into the corner to Austin Adelung. He'll drive the right baseline, put it off the window. It was all the way in, and then it spun out. And Owen Axman will grab the rebound. So Carney Catholic looking for their first points of the game. Two minutes in, Amherst up by a score of five to nothing. Being patient again here against the man-to-man defense. With it is a deal. Jumps it into the right-hand corner. Axman back out, top to Krishner. Carney Catholic though does have to shoot the ball when they are open. That is one thing that they may not have done as well. This year, and it's going to be tough to get open against this team. Skip pass to Axman. Fakes the three, drives and kicks to a deal. Long possession here for the Stars. Good defense by Carney Catholic Hadwiger trying to keep Christner out of the lane. A deal fires the three and hits it. Landed a deal with a hand in his face. Finally said that's enough and fired the three up and knocked it down that's probably a pretty good idea eventually you are going to turn the basketball over if you don't get that shot in the air trying to answer with the 3 Amherst can't get it to go and a deal will grab the rebound in the corner Landon actually led the team in score or in a rebounding up at Boone Central Stars with the basketball trying to tie it up here 5 to 3 they trail and another long possession. Ball tipped away by Simmons, but Adil's able to run it down. Kick it back into the left-hand corner. Husker Manor up 28-8 to over Iowa. How about that one? Ball knocked away at the top of the key by Hadwiger, but Krishner runs it down at midcourt. Now they've got a five on four. Adil spots up for the three. It's no good. Offensive rebound brought down by Carson Murphy. So the effort is definitely there. And back out. The Stars will set it up again. hashwegger jumps into the passing lane, tips it away. It goes out of bounds into the backcourt. It will be Kearney Catholic basketball. But Amherst has only had one possession down here in about two minutes. Carney Catholic continues to fight for the basketball and pick up some more points. Sandhill Stedford leading the Ravenna boys at halftime 20-7. Yikes. Ravenna winning the girls game today. And Overton beating Franklin over there in the first two games of the day. Driving in, finally Murphy gets free. Scoop shot with the left hand. Sets on the heel, but it does fall through. And Carson Murphy ties the game at five. So the first five go to Amherst. The next five go to Carney Catholic. As it warms up here in the gym. Hadwiger, spin move off the window. Boy, and he was double teamed. Taze just wanted to shoot the basketball. And he was not going to be denied. And knocks it down. 7-5. Amherst back on top. Put a little 2-2-1 zone trap on. Stars have seen a lot of this. A deal along. Pass up the sideline in front of the Amherst bench. Gets it to Axman. Kick it back out. Kristner for three. Got it. He was wide open. And he about snapped all of the twine there. Kristner knocks down the three. Carney Catholic has a lead. 8-7 on the block down low. They'll get it to Carter Riesland. Out top. Elo will answer with a three. Nolan Elo can Knocked down a bunch of threes. If we had a three-point competition, I would not want to go against the Elo Boys. Trouble in the backcourt here for the Stars. They better break the 10-second mark, and no, they didn't. Kind of surprised they didn't take a time out there. The ball got knocked away. They had to go chase it down. And the Stars with their third turnover here of the quarter. 2.51 to go in the first. It's Amherst 10, Carney Catholic 8. In for the Stars is Caleb O'Brien. Also checking in will be Jacob Isaacson. Staying out there will be Hoagland Axman and Murphy. For Amherst. They're gonna skip past it to Hadwiger, three-point land, drive the baseline, draw contact, the leaner though, it rolls off, no good. Rebound brought down by Axman. You can see some of the similarities of this Amherst team and some of the Kearney Catholic teams of the last few years, the way that they like to play. This group has been playing a lot of basketball since they were freshmen. And they're all juniors and seniors now. As the Stars continue to work it around the perimeter, O'Brien, Isaacson. But you just, with those subs, you don't have a lot of shooters out there. O'Brien passes up on it. Isaacson passes up on it. He'll dribble into the paint, but doesn't look to shoot. But again, a good backdoor bounce pass to O'Brien, who put it right over the rim. Just shot it right over the rim. And the rebound is going to be brought down by Scout Simmons. He'll give it off to Hadwiger. Hadwiger better watch it. He lowers his shoulder, drives all the way to the hoop, and scores. Six points for Tage, but boy, he really initiated some contact that time down the floor. 12-8, Broncos, still a minute 45 to go here in the first quarter of play. Owen Axman with a basketball out to Hoagland in the corner. O'Brien, wide open three, doesn't want it. Back to Hoagland, into the paint, kicks it out to Murphy. Ball fake, got Hadwiger in the air. Skip pass back over to O'Brien, down low. They're going to get it to Murphy, up to Hoagland, open three, top of the key, and Quentin knocks it down. And we're gonna get a timeout called here by Carney Catholic and Coach Bob Lang, and he likes to do that after a made bucket. A minute 24 remaining here in the first quarter of play, and we've got ourselves a ball game. Amherst 12, Kearney Catholic 11. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians. Of At
0: Platvaleato, Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington, we are proud to have been serving the local communities of central Nebraska since 1982. Forty plus years of taking good care of the best customers anywhere, from a great selection of pre owned vehicles to new Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Chevrolet, Buick, Platvaleato, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick are the only things you need to know for all your automotive needs. Sales, service, parts, tires, and so much more. Central Nebraska's leader in the automotive industry, Latin Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington.
1: Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trade technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed. Dealer.
2: High school basketball from Amherst here in the Carney Towing Repair broadcast booth. Bringing you all of tonight's action while Carney Towing is on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing Repair when you need us. We'll be there. I know there's some slick roads out there, especially to our west, which actually. Uh, prevented a couple of the officials from North Platte making it here today. I know there was some wrestling teams that aren't coming out for Pleasanton tomorrow, so we come back to action here in Kearney Catholic. On the give-and-go, Amherst will have Elo lay it up and in. Nolan Elo makes it 14-11. Well designed play there by the Broncos as the Stars have just cut it to one. Now it's back to three. Hoagland into the front court. He finds Kristner, dribbles into the double team, finds a deal. Landon, they want to keep a high on him, so they're doubled as well. Boy, O'Brien was wide open backside, but they didn't get it to him. That's what happens when you double the ball or overplay the ball. Somebody's got to be left alone. Isaacson drives, but those somebody's have to shoot the ball, or it just helps the defense. And driving in, losing the handle is going to be Krishner. And off the glass, the rebound will come down to Taj Hadwiger. Hadwiger up the floor to Simmons. They'll kick it out. Elo for three, that time no good. Adil's the only one in the area to grab the rebound. We've got Keegan Killen into the ball game for Amherst and Kearney Catholic double dribble. So Killing the first sub in for Adelung. Looks like uh, also in there is Riley Fisher has checked in out of that timeout. 20 seconds now is all that remains here in the first quarter. Amherst wants to hold for the last shot. Scout Simmons walks it across the timeline. 14 to 11 Amherst. Simmons dribbles to the right corner. Elo fakes the back cut. Simmons brings it back up top. Now over to Elo with six. Elo with four. Back to Simmons. Long three. And he got it. it as the end of the first quarter of play. Scout Simmons hitting a deep three. Started the game with a three. And he ended the quarter with a three. And after one quarter of play here at the Amherst Holiday Tournament, it's the Broncos 17 and the Kearney Catholic Stars 11. You're listening to High School Hoops on ESPN and NewsChannelNebraska.com. And Doug, Duda to back with you here on ESPN, our high school basketball brought to you by Florang Chiropractic and Wellness, the Tri-Cities only board-certified sports chiropractor. Located in Kearney, FlorangChiropractic.com. Had one total foul called in that first quarter of play. Kearney Catholic, four turnovers, Amherst, none. Rebound six to three in favor of the Stars, but 17 to 11 the score. Amherst, Hoagland at the high post. Guarded by Fisher. They stay with the same lineup that the end of the quarter, off to Murphy. Crossover back to a deal. A deal into the corner. They go to Christner. Tries to drive baseline. Cut off there by Hadwiger. Back out to Hoagland. Skip pass over the left wing. Driving in is going to be Murphy. And as he goes to make the pass, he's going to be hit on the elbow. No, they're going to call an illegal screen on Quentin Hoagland. So the first foul of the game on the Stars. And back in for Amherst will be Carter Riesland Nolan Elo will get a breather. These teams put on quite the show last year, and if it gets tight down the stretch, it could be interesting as this uh, game plays out here today. But we'll see if that is exactly what happens. Amherst and the corner ball knocked away as they fight for it in the air. Krishner ran into Riley Fisher. Krishner originally was the one that tipped it, but then he ran into Fisher and was unable to grab the basketball back. Well, last year, this Amherst Bronco team was 22-4. and Had to use that wild card out of the extremely tough sub-district just to get to state. Free throw line jumper by Riesland is no good. It's all green underneath the hoop. Owen Axman pulls down the rebound. And the amazing thing was Amherst went 22-4 and last year and lost both games in the holiday tournament. It was just an extreme shocker. A deal tries to get it over the right side. It goes through the hands of Murphy, but ends up in the hands of Krishner. Skip pass over to Hoagland. The stars have to move quickly without the ball, and they are. Here's a three from Axman. It's no good, and the rebound going to be grabbed here by Scout Simmons. Carney Catholic, two of five from three-point land. Three of five for Amherst. Simmons into the double team, rolls it into the corner for Fisher to the high post Hadwiger. Tage's jumper is going to be short, but offensive rebound grabbed there by Riley Fisher, back out for a three-pointer and Taysh Hadwiger hits it. So missed it, then hit the three. Get the extra point and the lead now up to 9 for Amherst. It is 20 to 11. They have scored 7 in a row here on the Stars. Last year they fell to the Stars. 55-41, and then lost the consolation to St. Cecilia, 48-35. Then they came out and dropped the first game to Wood River, so they had a three-game losing streak. The only other loss was to Central Catholic in the sub-district finals. Hoagland comes down the lane, puts it off the rim. It will not fall. Taj Hadwiger with the rebound. Dribbles it off his foot, diving on the floor with it. We're going to get a jump ball. The arrow will point the way of Amherst, so they'll maintain possession. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We will talk... About the girls' game, Coach Brandon Rohr's Amherst Broncos edging Rick Petrie's Carney Catholic Stars 50-44, to but they were up 14 to nothing in the first quarter. And the game did get down to six, as you heard there right at the end, but just couldn't get any closer than that. In fact, it was really around double digits most of the game. Stars had a long time before they got it under nine. Here's Adelung and another illegal screen. This time it's on Scout Simmons standing at the top of the circle. And this one on scout will be his first. Two fouls on each team again, so not a problem when it comes to that. And Kearney Catholic will get the basketball. Huskers now up 35-24 over Iowa. A minute 20 to go in the first half. That's on KHAS, 1230 AM, 104.1 FM. Ooh, Axman's jump pass went right into the hands of Elo. Fifth turnover for Kearney Catholic. Elo on the outlet gets to Simmons. Simmons back out to Elo, nobody on him. 4-3, sets on the rim, no good. And Owen Axman will grab the rebound. Nolan Elo's never going to be more open than he was right there. That one just didn't want to fall through the cylinder. So back with Brant Kristner trying to work on Adelon. Got all the way to the hoop and then didn't shoot it. Kicks it out for the three, all the way down for Axman, And again, it will not go. Taj Hadwiger up the floor with it here for Amherst. So the Stars stuck on 11 and driving in, Hadwiger gets mugged as he comes down the baseline. All right. Free throws coming up for Tage. These will be the first free throws of the basketball game. The foul on Carson Murphy is his first. Dundee County Stratton boys all over Cambridge tonight. Free throw by Tage is up and in. He's got the only four points of this quarter for either team. Carney girls move on to the semifinals of the hack tournament today as they were able to pick up a 47-34 win over Lincoln Southwest. The Kearney boys lost 68-54 to Lincoln High. They'll play an 11 a.m. game tomorrow in the consolation. Second free throw by Hadwiger, also good. So now the score has been doubled up, 22-11 is the score. Northwest boys trailing Maryville, Missouri after one, 19-7. Carney Catholic up top, and Carter Riesland sticks his hip out. He's going to be called for a blocking foul. It's a final now, Dundee County Stratton over Cambridge, 66-26. Also a final, the Hershey girls over Lawrence Nelson, 60-26. They'll play Gothenburg tomorrow, Lawrence Nelson, We'll be taking on Donovan Trumbull. Donovan Trumbull beat the Gothenburg boys earlier today. Stars patient with the basketball, but they haven't scored here in the first three and a half minutes of the second quarter. deal puts the ball on the floor, has it knocked out of his hands. It ricochets to Isaacson, back to Landon in the corner for the three. Skips off the rim, no good. Rebound brought down by Carter Reeson. Outlet pass deflected away. Out of bounds it goes, staying with the Broncos. Hadwiger's going to come out for a breather. So on the floor, Elo, Fisher, Adelung, Simmons, and Carter Riesland for the Amherst Broncos. For Carney Catholic, it'll be Quentin Hoagland, Caleb O'Brien, Adeel, Isaacson, and Murphy. The pace is Kearney Catholics, but the scores is Amherst right now. Simmons to the high post, kind of a one-foot fadeaway, no good shot that off his left foot rebound brought down by a deal outlet pass into the front court on the right side here for Carson Murphy back to Isaacson backs his way into the paint kicks it out to a deal he'll drive in draw contact ooh and they're going to call him for a charge landing a deal his first personal foul shot didn't go anyway Amherst was going to get the rebound but Stars didn't want to get the foul there. Now here comes Logan Rogish in and Brant Christner in. a deal, and Hoagland will get the breather. 3.45 to go in the second quarter. Amherst 22, Carney Catholic 11. Our high school basketball brought to you by certified Piedmontese beef. Lean, tender, delicious Italian heritage bread. They'll deliver it right to your door. Order at cpbeef.com. cpbeef.com. It's certified Piedmontese beef. And Happy New Year and Merry Christmas when you get that. Adelung trying to find a way to get a three. O'Brien forces him to take a tough one. It's no good. And Brant Christner will pull down the rebound. But the Stars got to run a one of their go-to plays. You can't go five minutes without scoring. And kind of Amherst needs to as well. They've got the one three-pointer and a pair of free throws from Hadwiger. Skip pass into the corner to O'Brien. But the Stars are in a situation again where they got a couple guys out there that aren't going to shoot. Ball's loose, but O'Brien wins the loose ball battle. Good hustle there, everybody going it. O'Brien over to the right side, Kristner. Skip pass, Isaacson, fakes the three, got his defender in the air, brings it into the paint, short-armed, but he thought he was going to get it blocked. Rebound brought down by Scout Simmons. Baseball pass up ahead. Fisher goes in for the layup. Riley Fisher makes it 24-11. to 7-0 start here to the second quarter for Amherst. Kearney Catholic used a full-length timeout in the first quarter, and he can't wait any longer. Timeout going to be called here by Coach Bob Lang, and it's just a 30 with 2.26 to go in the second quarter. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need it, specializing in you. It's Amherst 24.
3: 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl.
2: 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where.
5: 308-236-9951.
2: Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. And the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right around the corner. A recap of the Amherst Girls 50-44 win over Kearney Catholic. Huskers are up 38-26 over the Iowa men at halftime. We'll give you as many other recaps as we can, along with the first-half stats. Carney Catholic out of the timeout, a deal. as his pass knocked away by Tej Hadwiger. Just no breathing room with this Amherst defense. They want to get right on you. Stars also not helping themselves from the outside here in the quarter. They are 0-3 after making a couple in the first quarter of play. Northwest boys trailing at the half to Maryville, Missouri, 34-22. 22 Skip pass over here to Axman. Hands it one foot away to Adil. And finally they get the ball inside and a travel. Brant Christner I think might have stepped on somebody's foot and lost his balance. So after all that and the timeout, Stars didn't even get a shot away and Amherst is... In command here. Let's see if they can finish with a strong last two minutes. Hadwiger brings it up the floor, gives it off the car to uh, Adelon. On the right side, back in the ball game is Keegan Killen. He's got it. They kind of sag on him. He throws it up top. The ball tipped by Murphy but grabbed by Hadwiger. Now he comes all the way in. Tough one on the baseline. No good. Offensive rebound. Back up and in and Killen. We'll see Riesland go to the line. Riesland with the offensive back. Good fight in there. And his first bucket of the basketball game. I think the foul was on Owen Axman. Although they have not posted that. And the free throw is off the rim, no good. Rebound brought down by deal. Landon has five rebounds here. Long pass up the floor to Axman. Tries to attack. Cut off. Back out to Hoagland. High post right elbow gives it off to Carson Murphy and a blocking foul going to be called here on Keegan Killen. His first, team's fourth. There was a big collision at the free throw line. And Again, it's a 9-0 run here in the second quarter for Amherst. And they're up by 15. Carney Catholic still hasn't scored in the second quarter. 120 to go before halftime. Kristner, left elbow, spins into the lane, working on the double team, kicks it back out, Hoagland for three, off the heel from the left wing, no good, deal. got the rebound, put it up, no good, second time he got it. So Landon, deal, hangs in there, gets his second bucket of the ball game and finally breaks the Kearney Catholic drought, but down by 13 with a minute to go here in the first half, Adelung hands it off for Fisher, Riley to the free throw line, has a little room to takes the jumper, it's no good, the ball off of Axman and into the hands of Quentin Hoagland. Stars looking for back-to-back buckets. A deal to the trailer. Krishner. Back to Hoagland and to land on a deal. Looking for a ball screen. Amherst is all over it. Axman again into the paint. Back out to a deal. Stumbles a little bit. Ball knocked out of his hands. Hoagland picked it up. Over to Axman. Drives the baseline right into traffic. And back out to Hoagland. Again, the Stars are passing up open shots. There's a drive by Murphy, and the finger roll off the glass. No good. Rebound by Hadwiger. 15 seconds. And then out of frustration, Carson Murphy caught up to him and fouled him from behind. It's only the sixth foul. Scout Simmons and Nolan Elo checking in here for the final, what should be the final possession of the first half. 13 seconds to go. Elo to throw it in across from the benches in front of us. Throws it up top to Hadwiger. Gets it to Simmons. Looking for Elo. Skip pass to him right corner. Seven seconds. Jump stop in the paint. Throws up a rough shot. Gets bailed out by a whistle. And Nolan Elo will go to the line and shoot two. Five points in the first quarter. This will be his first free throw attempt. It's going to be on Brant Christner. That'll be his second. Five seconds remaining here before halftime. And Nolan Elo, first free throw is on the way, and it's good. 27-13 Amherst, 7-0 on the season. Carney Catholic 3-4. Second free throw for Nolan Elo. And it's on the way and good. So Elo with seven points. Let's see if the Stars get a decent shot here. Down by 15. Five seconds, full court pressure in. Christner throws it in finally to a deal. Trying to stay out of the double team. Throws it up from beyond half court. And that is the end of the first half of play. With your score, Amherst 28, Carney Catholic 13. Amherst did not turn the ball over in the first half among the many other great things that they did. We'll take a break and be back with a look at the first-half stats. We'll talk with the coaches from the girls' game. Brandon Rohr will join us as Amherst won that one on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Relationships matter. Success in agriculture depends on many things. This is Michael Bauer with Town & Country Bank. Among the most important are relationships that you can count on, relationships with people who understand the risks you face, who help navigate complicated situations, and who deliver on their promises. We at Town & Country Bank are people you can count on. Relationships matter, Town and Country Bank.
4: Member FDIC.
2: And we are back here at Amherst where we are at halftime of our fourth and final game of the day. But we're back for four more tomorrow. It will start at 11 a.m. Girls' Consolation with Hastings St. Cecilia taking on Carney Catholic. So that means the girls' championship game will be between Amherst and York, that was the consolation game last year. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Earlier today, York held off St. Cecilia 41-37. to And kind of the same thing in the second game, but uh, Amherst had a little more cushion, 50-44 to over Kearney Catholic. Coach Brandon Rohr joins us. and. Coach, I don't care who you're playing. Uh, 14 to nothing to start the game. Uh, you got to feel pretty good about that.
5: Yeah, it, it was it was big for us. We we kind of played at our our pace and, and got the ball moving and uh, kind of took away the the perimeter and the high post and did a good job. And when you play against Carnegie Catholic, if anything's been like the last two years, you're going to need a cushion because they're going to press and they play aggressive. And so it just allows you a little breathing room as the game went on.
2: Stars usually had been one of those teams that didn't have a lot of height and would want to pressure you in up-tempo, but that's not quite of the M.O. They wanted to get it down low. You got a couple of fouls on Squires early on. How big of a difference did that make for you to not have both the big posts in there?
5: It definitely helps. I mean, there it gave us a lot of problems. Um, I mean, their two posts are uh, – Cali Squires does a nice job at getting the ball, and, and uh, they both kind of played to their strengths. Cali Squires is going to double move, and London's going to go over left shoulder, and uh, they did a good job of that at times. and. And I thought towards the end, about the, the six-minute mark, we took a timeout in the fourth quarter, and we needed to get our wing bumped down and needed to take away some shoulders, and we started to do a better job there, and it made a difference. But, yeah, they're two talented kids, and we had a lot of problem with their length too, um, just kind of throwing over the top and getting a little rushed at times on offense, but found a way.
2: Hannah Herrick is always going to get doubled uh, unless you're playing like another team that's as as good as you guys are. And I was really impressed. I mean, Aaron Murphy played – uh, lights out, especially in that first quarter. She was one of the reasons she got out to that start. And then uh, Morgan Areta, she found her spot right around the free throw line and just kept dumping them in there, kept yeah, making points.
5: She was phenomenal. You know? And that's the key when you're playing a, a good team is you've got to limit runs. And, and to do that, you got to get stops, but you got to hit timely shots. And I thought you know, Peyton had that big basket there at the end of the second quarter, which was big. Uh, Aaron Murphy had a few in the second, uh, in the first quarter, excuse me. And, and Morgan, she's really comfortable at the high post. And when they're uh, putting their two guards high and kind of doubling Hannah there. There's lots of space for her to work, and she did a good job of not getting sped up. And that's the cool thing about Morgan is she's, she's so diligent in, in working on shooting the ball. I mean, she comes in the gym. She was in the gym today. We called off shoot around. Somehow she found mm-hmm. her way in the gym and shot for 30 minutes. But she's the first one at practice, gets up shots. And it's just nice when you, you, know, you can make that example of the, the hard work is always worth it. At some point it's going to come to fruition, and so just a great night for her.
2: Tell me a little bit about uh, what you learned from Gothenburg, what you learned tonight, because let's face it, even after the great start, both teams kind of had their stuck-in-the-mud moment. Uh, what What did you learn from these last two games as you get ready to take on a Class B uh, power in York tomorrow?
5: Yeah, I mean, I think we're at our best when we're together on defense and five guys are moving with the ball and, and uh, we're limiting how fast the ball moves. We're playing in the gaps and, and uh, we're just trying to shrink the court a little bit. And we're at our best on offense when we take care of the ball and, and really pass it well. You know, when we really pass the ball well, whether it's off of, you know, just uh, just a pass uh, off the dribble or off the catch or when we're um, moving it and, and finding a post or, or somebody on the perimeter um, off of a, a drive, that, that's when we're at our best. And that's what we got to be because, you know, I mean, we, we play really hard. I think it makes us seem a little more athletic. but. You know, we we don't have a bunch of great size out there. I mean, Gothenburg was so big and so athletic. It's just really challenging when you play those those schools that have that. And to counter that, you got to be in the right spots on defense, and you got to handle the pressure by by being great passers and making them pay for their aggression. And so, I, I think that just can kind of confirm that, you know, when you go against those elite schools with elite athletes, you got to really do the fundamental things well that allow you to get open shots and get shop stops on the other end.
2: All right, Coach, the way it's looking, we could have a Amherst uh, doubleheader tomorrow playing for the championship. You got your job done. The boys are trying to do theirs, so we'll see you tomorrow afternoon.
5: Yeah, yeah. Guys are going to get it done, so no turnovers in the first half. I think that ought to be good enough. So. There
2: you go. Thanks, Brandon. Thank you. Brandon Roar, head coach of the Amherst Broncos. They win it today by a score of 50 to 44. 17 points for Morgan Areta, 13 points, 8 rebounds for Hannah Herrick, Carney Catholic at 13 points, six rebounds from Cali Squires, 11 points in the ballgame from Alexis Keim trying to bring them back there. Seven of those were in the fourth quarter, and we put the headset now on Carney uh, Catholic coach Rick Squires, Rick Squires, Rick Petrie, Cali Squires, Rick Petrie, whoever it is. Uh, coach, uh, wow, I mean, I know you won't say this. A lot of things, well, we came out of the holiday break. We didn't know how things were going to go. Uh, you haven't had to experience a, a start like that very often.
6: No, we haven't, and, you know, it, I don't really know what to say other than we we didn't do what we talked about doing. I, um, offensively, I, I thought we had a good game plan, but, you know, we couldn't get our wings to get where they needed to be, and, and they kept trying to go cross court, cross court, and that's really not what we needed to do, and um, they had to be a little bit more aggressive and look for shots and look for... Um, to just get into position so we could either get to get it in the high post or maybe even get it to the low post.
2: You eventually got the game turned in your favor the the style you wanted the the way that you wanted to play but even when you did that it until the very end there in the fourth quarter you just couldn't string together anything to get you much closer than 10 until the very end.
6: Yeah, that's true. Every time every time we'd get it down to 10 or somewhere in there you know, we'd either you'd either miss a shot or turn it over and and they credit to them, they'd come down and get a bucket and move it back up to twelve or something and then we'd come back and, and we kept working and credit to our kids, they didn't quit. And that's that's one thing that we talked about after the game is, you know, you have to be prepared number one when you come out of the gates and two, um, was really proud of their effort the last part of the game.
2: Well, again, there's a lot of season left. Uh yeah, if if you played the last three quarters like the first, you would have had trouble because now you're in a real stretch. you got St. Cecilia, you got Menden, you got Grand Island Central Catholic. You're going to get St. Cecilia again, a big school in uh, in North Platte. Uh, what do you do to get ready for the quick turnaround that you've got to do every year but to, to play St. Cecilia tomorrow?
6: Well, you know, fortunately we've played them enough that we kind of understand what they like to do and they understand what we like to do. And, you know, part of it's going to just be execution. Can we... Um, execute offensively and not throw up bad shots or take bad shots and we can we take care of the ball and then defensively do we know what we're supposed to do and and, you know they do a good job of running their stuff and you know their lineup's a little bit different this year but you know they play such good defense and they're so disciplined that you have to be just um, right on cue
2: all right, let's have a good breakfast, and we'll see you here tomorrow morning. All right, thanks, Doug. That is the head coach, Rick Petrie, of the Kearney Catholic Lady Stars. They come up just short in their comeback attempt here today by a score of 50-44. to 44. You've been listening to the Rivetta Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll come back and get you ready for the third quarter right after this.
5: Does your business need help financing new construction equipment, trucks, or trailers? Or do you need financing for a new motorhome, fifth wheel, or ATV? Currency is here to help. Just fill out an application, and Currency Finance will find a lender offering the best rates and terms. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing LLC, DBA Currency, pursuant to CFL License Six Zero DB Zero Five Four Eight Seven Three. CHS Agri-Service Center is
2: proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Doverton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always.
1: It was a Friday, and I had that whole weekend not knowing just that I had breast cancer. And I waited for the phone call, and I took actions into my own hand to find Chopur.
3: I'm the medical oncologist, hematologist at Mary Lanning Hospital at Morrison Cancer Center.
1: Even though he is not originally from here, he knows the Nebraska ways.
3: Nebraskans are honest, hardworking, open-minded, open-hearted people. They are always ready to fight back, and that is something I have admired because I have it in my blood too.
1: He's not just your doctor. He's your friend. He's he's there to take care of you. He's kind of like family.
2: My name is Dr. Sitka Chopur, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. All right, Carney Catholic will attack the basket to start things off here. It's landed a deal. He'll take it off the window through the double team and score, and it makes it 28-15 as we come back to the other end, trying to do the same thing as Elo. He missed it. The rebound brought down by Amherst, put back up there by Riesland. He can't get it to go. Rebound brought down by Kearney Catholic. And up the floor they'll come. Axman and Adil were right in there on that great defensive play. So the ball here for the Carney Catholic Stars trying to get off to a quick start. They only had two points in the second quarter. And they score on the first possession of the third and a travel here on Hoagland out around the three-point arc. So that's seven turnovers for Kearney Catholic. Amherst has none. Carney Catholic in the first half, 13 points, 14 rebounds. Did not attempt the free throw. They were 2 of 8 from 3-point land and 6 turnovers. For Amherst, 28 points, 11 rebounds, 4 out of 5 from the free throw line, 4 of 8 from 3-point land, 1 block, 0 turnovers. 11 points for Taj Hadwiger, 7 for Nolan Elo, 6 for Scout Simmons, 2 for Fisher and Riesland. Off the screen, Adelon, left elbow, Puts up a left-hand runner, no good. Ball tapped out, and it ends up into the hands of Kearney Catholic's Carson Murphy. For the Stars, deal had five in the first half. Now he's got seven. Three-pointer for Hoagland and Kristner and a bucket for Carson Murphy, and that's it. 28-15, Sandhill Steadford going to the fourth quarter. Here's a low one as well, 28-16 over Ravenna. deal in the lane, high archer from eight, won't go. Rebound brought down here by Scout Simmons, his fifth. He'll bring the ball up the floor, and nobody stops him, so he'll bury a three. Scout Simmons with his third three of the basketball game, and it's 31-15. A 16-point lead. Carney Catholic gets trapped at midcourt. They turn it over again. So they scored first, and then Amherst said, I don't like that. They forced a couple turnovers, hit a three. In college football, as we said earlier today, Minnesota a winner. over Syracuse. Florida State now leads Oklahoma 18-17 at the start of the fourth quarter. NFL football coming up next here on ESPN between the Cowboys and the Titans. The three-pointer by Simmons this time won't go. And the rebound run down to the corner by Quentin Hoagland. Stars will push the ball up the floor here, trying to find a way to get in the score column. Murphy to Axman to Murphy. Three-pointer, short no good. Rebound brought down again by Tage Hadwiger. I've got him for five so far in the ball game. pulls up for three and it's going to be too long this time. Rebound brought down by Owen Axman. I've got him for six in the basketball game. And the coaches don't want to see him get too far away from their game plan. So don't just run down and cast up threes every time. Try to get it into Hoagland poked away by Riesland, but picked back up by the stars. a deal. Back over on the right wing to Axman. Just hard to get any space to get a shot away here for Carney Catholic. Amherst defense has been so, so good in the basketball game. Nebraska starts on a good run in the third quarter. Now 47-28 over Iowa. And finally a jump ball whistled. And Carney Catholic three consecutive turnovers, although that took about 40 seconds for that one to happen. 445 to go in the third. Amherst 31, Kearney Catholic 15. The pace again is more the stars, but they just can't score. Simmons off the dribble drive, bumps into the defender. He's going to get the call. Scout's going to go to the line. He'll shoot two. Hasn't been to the line. He's has three threes for his nine points. The foul is on Carson Murphy. That is his third. Kristner has two. Nobody with more than one for Amherst. And the first of two free throws now. For Scout Simmons is off the heel, no good. Broken Bow Indian Girls beating Alliance this afternoon. 50 to 38 out at the Alliance holiday tournament. And the second free throw. For Scout Simmons on the way, and it's good. Don't forget to nominate great athletes from the area for the ESPN Tri-City Athlete of the Month, brought to you by B&B Carpet of Donovan. One boy and one girl each month, Micah O'Neill of SEM, Hyatt Collins of Adams Central currently hold the crown. But we're at the end of December, so we'll be naming some new folks the first week of January. You've still got a few days to go to ESPNSuperstation.com and nominate an athlete and landed a deal, trying to skip past, throws it over Murphy's head at the corner. And the Stars just aren't even getting shots. Too many turnovers right now. A reminder, we're back with you here tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Girls Consolation game. St. Cecilia, Kearney Catholic, St. Cecilia boys. And the way it's going now will also get Carney Catholic and then Amherst and York in the championship games. Those are scheduled to begin at 2. Down to the baseline, they get it to Hadwiger. They double in back to Scout Simmons. Drives, kicks it opposite corner. Elo throws up the three, and it's all net. Nolan Elo with 10 points now in a basketball game, and that'll make it 35-15. Carney Catholic has four points in the last 12 minutes. O'Brien to the free throw line. Drives in, kicks it back out. Adil drives in at it, poked away from behind before he could get the shot away. Another turnover, and then Hadwiger has it take a flubber bounce on him. No travel called, and now we're going to get a make-up. Oh, no, we're going to get a foul on Carney Catholic. Hadwiger got away with a walk, but at this point, that's not the biggest thing in the world. And then a foul called on Landon deal going for the loose basketball. That'll be his Second. We'll have some substitutions into the ball game. So on the floor now for the Stars Axman, Murphy, O'Brien, Kristner, Logan Rogish. Well, no, they're going to get Murphy out of there. Murphy's out of there. Isaacson's in. And for Amherst, they turn the basketball over on the inbound. It was the short pass to Hadwiger, kicking it in the corner to Elo and jumping in front, Kristner. And that is the first turnover of the game for Amherst at the 320 mark of the third quarter. They're up by 20. Elos in there with Hadwiger and Simmons. Also on the floor, Fisher and Keegan Killen. And Carney Catholic turns it over again, and Coach Langan finally calls the timeout. Turnover after turnover right now for the Stars, and they'll try and fix it in 30 seconds. 3.05 to go here in the third quarter. 35-15, Amherst leading Carney Catholic. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians. Rudolph When you can have a Ram during the big finish at Tom Dinsdale CDJR, ditch the reindeer games and get a new 2022 Ram 1500 limited crew cab with $7,000 in discounts and rebates. What beats 12 days of Christmas? How about 90 days of no payments? You'll be shouting out with glee at Tom Dinsdale CDJR on Hastings North side or Tom Dinsdale CDJR.com. Must finance through Chrysler capital offer expires December 31, 2022. The Northwest boys trailing Maryville, Missouri at the end of the third quarter, 46-30 in their holiday tournament over at Dome. Back to action here on ESPN, Tri-Cities. Doug Duda with you as Simmons gets it to the high post. Thought about dumping it inside. Hadwiger covered. Boy, it's getting physical down there between him and Krishner. With it on the right wing is Keegan Killen. Reverse it to the left side. Elo wants to make something happen. Dribble drive. O'Brien, great defense. Won't let him get the shot away. For so the style of Amherst plays, Carney Catholic's defense. I mean, the offense isn't any good tonight, but the defense has been really good. Hadwiger forces the baseline jumper. No good. Isaacson goes up, grabs the rebound. Only seven points in the quarter for Amherst. Two threes and a free throw. And Carney Catholic one Bucket, and they scored that on the opening possession, so they've went over five minutes again without scoring. And they went about four minutes without even shooting the ball because they've turned it over five straight times. Here's a three for Kristner. It's going to be short, no good, and boxing him out. Riley Fisher will grab the rebound. Simmons brings it up the floor, drives, puts it off the window between two defenders and scores. You can just tell... Simmons, Hadwiger, there's other players, other teams that you just know about half court <laughs> that they're not going to pass it, that they're just going to take it right to the rack or when it's time to shoot the basketball. Pass against the press in the front court, picked off by Scout Simmons. Simmons coast to coast, finger roll is good. Simmons with eight points in the corner, and we've got a timeout on the floor. And the timeout, again, for Carney Catholic, they have nothing but full timeouts left. And so with a minute 33 to go in the third quarter of play, it's now blown open Amherst 39 and Carney Catholic 15 on ESPN Tri-Cities. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement.
4: From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County.
1: Gillespie Ag Service in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst team and coaches and wish them the best of luck. Gillespie Ag Service, your pioneer seed dealer. The world depends on farmers, but who can farmers depend on? At Pioneer, our teams are dedicated to serving farmers year-round. Pioneer, an American seed brand since 1926.
2: Doug Duda back with you here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Our high school basketball brought to you by Currency. Makes financing quick, easy, and secure for heavy machinery, ag equipment, trucks, trailers, and more. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. That's GoCurrency.com. One thirty-three remaining in the third quarter. And Amherst in total control of this basketball game. 39-15. to Kearney Catholic with just... Four points since the first quarter. It was 17. In fact, Amherst hit a three at the horn. It was 14 to 11. Underneath, Kristner, and we're going to get a travel. He got as close to the basket. He's been in a long time. Got a little anxious with the feet. Eight turnovers in the third quarter for Kearney Catholic. They only had six in the entire first half. And the good news for Amherst is they'll be able to rest some of their starters in the fourth quarter to get ready for tomorrow's game with York. It was a 44-34 winner earlier today over Hastings St. Cecilia finally ready to inbound it here Simmons will throw it in and another foul Murphy trying to steal the inbounds pass away from Keegan Killer Killin and that's the fourth foul on Carson Murphy And they're not taking him out of the ball game. They're going to leave him in there with a minute 22 to go in the third. Needs some kind of a nice play here to get the crowd going again. It is dead in here. Amherst is just kind of methodically pulled away from Carney Catholic. Good crowd. Probably be a better one tomorrow for the championship. Adelung swings it over to the right side, into the corner to Elo, overload right side, drop it down on the post, they'll get it to Riesland, Carter steps into the double team, throws it out to Scout Simmons, has trouble grabbing it, so he'll dribble it out towards midcourt. Back to Riesland, want to get Carter going, scoops it off to Elo for the three, it's around and out, no good, offensive rebound, give it back off, kill he'll score, he'll draw the foul off the rebound assist from Carter Riesland. Keegan Killen with his first bucket of the ball game and has a chance at the and one. And Murphy fouls out. That's where the foul was. Two points, two rebounds, 49 seconds to go in the third quarter. And the free throw on the way, and it is good. And it looks like we had a foul on the rebound. So Keegan gets the free throw to count, and then they called a foul on Carter Riesland. So that'll be his second, but it's also the first of the half after five had been called on Kearney Catholic. 40 seconds to go in the third quarter, 42-15. to 15. Amherst dominating here as Hoagland has it into the left-hand corner. Krishner gets a three away. There it goes. Brant Christner with his second three-pointer of the ball game. Gets the Stars to break their seven-minute drought. They scored on their first possession of the half. Here's Adelung at the other end. 15-footer, no good. Rebound brought down by Landon Adil. Adil trapped in the backcourt. Wrap-around pass here to Christner, back to Landon. Ten seconds to go here in quarter number three. Adil one-on-one with Simmons trying to get a pick. Oh, nice ball screen, and Adil gets the three away, but it's too strong, no good. Rebound. To nobody. And that's the end of the third quarter of play. It's Amherst 42. Kearney Catholic 18. We head to the fourth quarter of the Amherst Holiday Tournament semifinal right after this. When
1: experience matters, ENT Physicians and Family Hearing of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994, along with speech therapy services. With our main office located in Kearney and nine satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blake, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Smith at Carney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you.
0: Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces
2: you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever. No matter what comes your way, delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise.
0: We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of
4: yours.
2: Doug Duda back with you here on KXPN Carney, KICS Hastings, and NewsChannelNebraska.com. Carney Catholic will get the ball to start the fourth quarter, but Amherst on top 42 to 18. 14 points for Scout Simmons. 8 in the last quarter. 11 for Taj Hadwiger all in the first half. 10 for Nolan Elo. As Krishner drives, kicks it into the corner. Here's Axman casting up the 3 and hitting the 3. Oh, and Axman with his first bucket of the ball game. The Stars are 4 of 13 from 3-point land. 6 of 13 for Amherst. Carney Catholic had 8 turnovers last quarter. They've got 14 in the game. Amherst had 1 turnover last quarter. They have 1 in the game. Elo drives, a little fader off that right side glass. is up and in at a dozen points now for Nolan. 44-21. We'll see how long the starters go here for Coach Rippon. Got to get ready for tomorrow, more so than any other time except the postseason. Here's a deal on the dribble drive. Cups it, throws it up over his head. He'll get the foul call. Scout Simmons blanketing him a little too much, they say. That'll be the second foul on Scout and Landon Adil will shoot the first free throw of the game for Carney Catholic. He leads with seven. Kristner has six. And the first free throw for Adil on the way, and it's good. Checking back in is Riley Fisher. Taj Hadwiger returns. Sandhill-Stedford boys in a lower-scoring game than this one beat Ravenna 37-23. to Overton is in both the finals against the Ravenna girls and the Sandhill-Stedford boys. And earlier today, big win for the Kearney girls over Lincoln Southwest to advance to the hack semifinals tomorrow at 4. Adil will hit the second free throw. He's got 9, 44-23. A 21-point lead here for Amherst. Rotated into the corner. Fisher tries to drop it down low. Hadwiger's got it behind the board. Has to scoop it out of there to kill it, and they'll reset it. Back in the corner to Tej for three. It's on the way. It's no good, but a long rebound is grabbed there by Fisher. Out to Adelung. He'll hit the three. His first bucket of the basketball game, and that'll make it 47-23. to And the net got stuck on the rim. Don't see that quite as much these days, but they blow it dead to the rim or the net out of the rim, and we're ready to go as Amherst just drops back defensively here in the half-court set. Quentin Hoagland has the basketball. Kicks it over to a deal in the left-hand corner. Skip pass around to the right side, looking for some room. as ax but into the paint, got knocked out of his hands, but a foul going to be called on Tage Hadwiger. That'll be his second. And the team's third. Let's see if they give him free throws. Looks like they will. Axman hit a three to start the quarter. Now he's got a chance to add with a couple of free throws here as we play out the string when we're done. The new Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Final scores, final stats, coaches' interviews, free throws good. Carney Catholic scored more in the last 90 seconds than they did in the last 16 minutes. Second free throw on the way, and it's good. 25 on the board. After having 11 of those in the first quarter, they got seven here in this quarter. 47-25. With it is Fisher looking inside for Riesland. He's covered. Back on the left wing. Killen decides not to pull the trigger on the three. Down to Hadwiger. Looks to distribute the basketball back up top. Dribble drive Fisher, right side of the key. Gives it off to Adelung, right back to Riley. Now he'll get the three-pointer away, but it will not go. And the loose ball is picked up by Riesland. He'll be fouled and will go to the line. Everybody looking for a little more action down there. For an Amherst team that has lofty goals as they should, a deal with his third personal foul. And the first of the two free throws for Riesland. Bounces off the rim about five times and falls through. A little something in the Christmas stocking there for Carter. And the second free throw. On the way and that one's in and out no good. Ball got tipped out and it got tipped back to Riesland. Hadwiger was the one that did that. They go back inside and the score for Riesland. So Carter and Hadwiger did a good job of Knocking the ball back and forth to each other. 50 to 25, Amherst. 5.40 to go in the game. A deal. Gives it off on the right wing to Isaacson. Isaacson lowers the shoulder, drives over to Hoagland, back to Landon. Corner three, good. Landon, a deal with his second three of the ball game. Five in the quarter, 12 in the game. 50 to 28 in favor of Amherst. Going to see some more players set to check in here. As we approach five minutes to go in the ballgame. Another good college football game going tonight as the three in the corner is hit by Riley Fisher. Didn't get it last time. Does get it this time. His second bucket of the ballgame, his first three, 53 to 53-28. Riesland got rolled up on over on the far side, but he's up and ready to go. In fact, they'll get it back over to a Christner. I said Riesland, I meant Christner, and now we're going to get a travel called on Carney Catholic. Checking into the ball game for Amherst. Here comes sophomore Kyler Jones. And for Carney Catholic, Logan Rogish is back in. Oklahoma and Florida State are tied at 25 with 10 minutes to go in the ball game. Earlier today, Minnesota beat Syracuse 28-20. Coming up at 8, Washington and Texas down in the Alamo Bowl. We'll also have the national semifinals for you Saturday here on ESPN. 3 o'clock, Michigan TCU, Georgia-Ohio State at 7 on New Year's Eve. Amherst working the ball around the perimeter. Adelung up top to Riesland. Right side to Fisher. Ball fake, gets to the free throw line. Jump shot won't go. Fighting for the loose ball. It got tipped out into the hands of Kyler Jones. There's an arm bar underneath, and that's why you hear the fans complaining. Adelung will knock down his second three. Amherst will call timeout. To make some more subs time out on the floor here with four eleven remaining in the basketball game your score amherst fifty six and Carney Catholic. to put them to work for you. Well, the Nebraska men are playing very well, holding an Iowa team that averages 84 points. With nine minutes to go, Nebraska is up 22, 58-36. to 36. Going to be a good win, it looks like, for the Big Red. The Northwest boys lose to Maryville, Missouri tonight, 61-45 at the Doan Holiday Tournament. Kearney Catholic down with the ball. We'll get you some fresh faces in there. Dominic Nowak has come in. So is Will Hoagland. Will's got it on the left wing. Rogish stays in there. Also in is Oliver Sharp. And Caleb O'Brien, bounce pass into Hoagland. This time it's Will Short, jumper will not go. Rebound pulled down here by Amherst, and that's going to be Jesse Tesmer into the ball game. He gives it off to Kyler Jones. Also in there is Cooper Trampy. On the high post with the basketball is Tesmer. We had Braylon Russell. I think Braylon Russell got the rebound, excuse me. He's also in there, and so is Kobe Jones. If I got the numbers right. I think, I hope. Yeah, up top with it is going to be Russell. He is the one that got the rebound to Jones. Seeing who else can get in the scorebook here. And a travel going to be called on Amherst. That is just their second turnover of the basketball game. Stars will bring Zach Connor into the contest. With 3.06 to go. That's one thing, too, the JVs don't get to play during the holidays. It's all practice. They don't have JV games for holiday tournaments, so this is the only action they see in a couple of weeks. Top of the key, the three by Oliver Sharp is good off the screen. Sharp knocks down the three. The Stars are actually three for three from three-point land here in the fourth quarter. Amherst 56, Carney Catholic 31. Russell with it into the left-hand corner to Jones. Back up top, back to Jones, left side. Skip it over to the right side here to Trampy. Two and a half to go in the ball game. Amherst by 25. They'll play in the final game tomorrow at approximately 3.30 against York. Into the corner. Three-pointer on the way. Jones, it's too strong. Offensive rebound, though, down to the baseline. There's Russell with another one. He'll get rid of it to Jesse Tesmer. Playing with That big brace on the left knee. Make the handoff on a screen, driving into the paint, looking for somewhere to go as Trampy, then gets it to the baseline. One-hand runner up and in for Kyler Jones. Kyler and Kobe both out there on the floor right now. Kyler, the sophomore, knocks that one down. 58-31. Hoagland with the basketball for the Stars. Over to Nowak. Start the dribble, give it back to Connor. Connor throws it up top here for Logan Rogish. Back to Oliver Sharp. Rotate it around. Connor off the screen. Starts to drive. Back over on the wing to Rogish. See who can get a shot away. Logan's just going to take it into the paint. Double clutch. Put it up. Draw the foul. Logan will go to the line and shoot two with a minute 33 to go. Foul on Jesse Tesmer will be his first. 58-31 Amherst. The first quarter was pretty competitive as Rogish's free throw is no good. It was... Scout Simmons hit a three at the first quarter buzzer to make it 17-11. Then they held the Stars to two points in the second quarter. We're up 28-13 at half and got the lead huge here in the second half. Second free throw, Rogish off the heel. No good. Offensive rebound, Will Hoagland, and it's back up and in. So Hoagland with the hustle there finds him a rebound and a bucket. 58-33, minute 20 to go in the game. Russell into the front court, dumps it into the corner. For Trampy, ball taken away. Nowak gets out of there with it. Dominic down the middle of the floor, leaves it off for Connor, who puts it off the glass and in. Zach Connor. He gets his varsity bucket right there, and that makes it 58 to 35. Let's see what they can do for Russell. Amherst would like to get a couple of the young kids a bucket. One minute to go. Connor comes out, gets a foul at the top of the key on Kyler Jones. Still not in the bonus. That'll be the sixth foul. Check-in for the Stars is going to be Garrett O'Hare. As we get out, just telling folks what the weather's been like. So it'll be a fun drive home. But at least hopefully it won't be too far. Connor out here, bodying up on Jones at midcourt. Hand off, Hoagland. Ooh, going to reach in and tie up Cooper Trampy. The arrow points the way Amherst, so they'll keep possession of the basketball. Again, a big thank you to Nathan Dietz. The crew here, as always, will be back tomorrow at 11 a.m. for the opening game. Carney Catholic St. Cecilia girls in the consolation. They were in the championship last year. St. Cecilia on their way to that third state championship in a row. Remember, the Amherst boys lost both games in this holiday tournament last year. That's just so hard to believe. Nowak is going to make a steal. He's going to go to the other end one-on-one and lay it up over Kobe Jones and score. So Dominic Novak, some of the backups here for the Stars getting their name in the scorebook. 18 seconds to go, 58-37. Amherst just wants to dribble the time out here, which is no fun, especially if you're a backup, but that's what they're going to do. Carney Catholic is going to let him do it. And that's going to wrap up day one of the 2022 Amherst Holiday Tournament. Final score, the Amherst Broncos, 58, and the Kearney Catholic Stars, 37. The Stars score more points in the fourth quarter than the first three combined, 19-18, and just some solid basketball with not a lot of pizzazz for Amherst. But, boy, did they take care of the ball. Only one varsity turnover in the game today, three there by the backups. We will take a timeout and be back with the new West post-game show on ESPN right after this timeout. Ryan
1: Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trade technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer
0: Pioneer, with you from the word go.
2: See Impact Seed. And welcome back to Amherst. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Post Game show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary, no matter the activity. New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today so it will be Kearney Catholic against Hastings-St. Cecilia in the consolation games. Amherst will be taking on York in the championship games tomorrow beginning at 11 a.m. with the girls' consolation here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Let's go ahead and take a look at some of the final stats of our basketball game. First off for Carney Catholic, Owen Axman. I had him with five points and six rebounds. Carson Murphy, two points, two rebounds. Jacob Isaacson, a rebound. Brant Kristner, two three-pointers, six points and a rebound. Dominic Novak, two points. Oliver Sharp hit a three-pointer. Zach Connor with two points. Will Hoagland, two points on an offensive putback for his one rebound. Landed a deal. He ends up leading the team uh, again today, right about his average, 12 points, eight rebounds. And Quentin Hoagland had a three back in the first quarter, and that was it for his offense, three points and two rebounds. 13 points in the first half, 24 in the second half. Kearney Catholic right about on our average. They're averaging 36 points tonight, 37 points. 21 rebounds. 4 out of 6 at the free throw line. 6 of 15 from three-point land. 15 turnovers in the ball game and the Stars fall to 3 and 5 on the season. They'll play tomorrow at approximately twelve-thirty against the St. Cecilia boys. And then when they get back to the regular season, uh, their first game out is going to be at Tough one, although Central Catholics down a little bit too. Friday the 6th, hosting Central Catholics. Saturday the 7th in the afternoon at North Platte. And we will have both of those games for you here on ESPN. The Carney Catholic girls game on Tuesday. Girls only against Minden at 7 will be on the Vibe 98.9. We will come back and take a look at the final numbers for the Amherst Broncos right after this. Relationships matter. Success
0: in agriculture depends on many things. This is Michael Bauer with Town Country Bank. Among the
2: most important are relationships that you can count on. Relationships with people who understand the risks you face, who help navigate complicated situations, and who deliver on their promises. We at Town Country Bank are people you can count on. Relationships matter. Town Country Bank.
4: Member FDIC.
2: And welcome back to the New West Post Game show here on ESPN. Let's go ahead now and take a look at the final numbers of the ball game for the uh, Amherst Broncos. We had Austin Adelung with a couple of late threes. He ended up with six points. Nolan Elo, 12 points. Riley Fisher, five points, three rebounds. Uh, three points for Keegan Killen. Carter Riesland, five points, five rebounds. Kyler Jones, two points and a rebound. Braylon Russell had two rebounds. Scout Simmons led the way tonight with 14 points, 5 rebounds, and Taj Hadwiger, all 11 of his points were in the first half, 6 rebounds and 1 block. 28 points in the first half, 30 in the second half, the Broncos 58 points, 22 rebounds. 7 out of 10 from the free throw line, 9 of 19 from 3-point land, 1 block, and again 4 turnovers, but only one of those was on the varsity, 3 of them after all the subs came in, so they didn't have a turnover in the first half, and had one there in the third quarter and well, that's probably some kind of penalty isn't it Eric Ripon, <laughs> the head coach of the Broncos joins us here to talk about the win and coach even though it wasn't 69 points on the board that you're averaging tonight uh, you you got out to the lead after that first quarter and, and were able to just play your style of basketball
3: yeah um, we knew that they'd maybe try to slow it down just a little bit um, tonight you know in order to try to stay in the game and you know, take a little longer on offensive possessions, but that also has to do with you know I thought we played pretty good defense for the most part. I mean, yeah, that first quarter um we gave up I think eleven points, um you know, but they hit three threes that quarter, um you know, but again, that wasn 't really a credit discredit to as bad of our defense as it was. it was more of um you know we were flying around, and they just made some good shots, and that's what I told our boys you know better offense will be good defense a lot of times you know and it was good defense they guys just made some shots but other than that I think it was two two points in the second quarter and four or something like that in the third quarter and it really just kind of propelled us up but um offensively we're going to do what we do you know a lot of times you know a lot of games but defensively is really where we're trying to focus and what's you know hoping to try to get us and push us to that next level
2: where did you, I guess I'm interested in, where did you kind of take the philosophy of the style that you wanted to run with these guys? I mean, you've known these juniors or seniors since they were freshmen that you, if everybody stuck together, we're going to have this kind of a team. I said, it, it, if people want to compare it, it looked like Carney Catholic the last few years with Mahoney and the boys because you just knew. You played them as freshmen and sophomores and they could play that style, yet you're able to sell that defense. I mean, everybody wants to talk flashy offense, but you're able to sell that defense, and you're right. I mean, Carney Catholic didn't shoot the ball very many times tonight because they couldn't get shots.
3: Yeah, um, you know, and that's really last year I thought our defense was fairly good um, for the most part, but then this year, you know, a lot in the off season and then just at the start of the year of, you know, just getting kids to buy in, and, you know, it's credit to, Credit to the kids. Honestly, it's not like we, you know, do a ton defensively during practices um, and whatnot. It's just, you know, I think the kids just really have one goal on their mind, and in a, in order to achieve that goal, you know, we've got to be able to play two two sides of the ball. And offensively, everybody knows what we can do. You know, we have we have the firepower to compete with anybody. But defensively, we've just got to outwork, you know, a lot of the other teams. We're not the biggest team by any means. But yeah, we have some length, definitely. Um, But we're not overly big, but I just feel like we come in and outwork guys, you know, and that's the thing that I stress, you know, every game before we come out is just don't get outworked. You know, I can handle if we lose, but if we get outworked, you know, and lose that game, then there's going to be a problem. And um, and I think, you know, again, you know, we we have one goal in mind, you know, and to get to that goal, it's really going to take a big effort. And every single night we've got to, you know, we've got to have, you know, that defensive effort. Um, in order to achieve that goal and then it just becomes habit and I feel like it's kind of starting to become you know a habit of you know really bringing that energy on the defensive side but I um, mean again it's all credit to the boys they're they're an awesome group you know they come in and they do everything we ask for but um, they've really bought into the defensive side of things and it's just it's been fun to watch.
2: Talking with Eric Rippon after Amherst 58-37 win over Kearney Catholic. I mentioned the the JVs don't get to play during the holiday tournament. I mean, there's no specific reserve game for them, so it's nice to get them in. Plus, you get to save a little legs on a less than 24-hour turnaround against a Class B opponent in York. Uh, Talk about the way kind of your 8 through 11 kids played and and what York's going to bring tomorrow.
3: Yeah, um, you know, we've really stressed to those guys they've got – they've been fortunate enough to get a lot of time on the varsity games here towards the end because you know we just haven't had too many close games and it was great to get them on the court again tonight um and they're improving um they we give them a little hard time because yeah they give up some points and they have some turnovers but I mean uh they just got to be confident in themselves that's my biggest thing I told them I you know before I sent them out there I just said we had that timeout. I told everyone just take a deep breath and just play with confidence but relax you know I mean they just put so much pressure on themselves like, oh, we're, you know, we're in this time and um, I think they just get in a hurry and they just need to settle down and relax. But, uh, you know, a lot of these guys are going to be looking to, you know, get some time in next year. And so they're going to have to grow up here pretty quick. But um, they do a lot of good things, um, you know, so we're happy with those kids. And they come in and work just as hard as those other guys. So, um, you know, they're they're getting better and they'll continue to get better. Um, but York, yeah, it's uh going to be a tough one tomorrow no doubt about it um you know they're well coached veteran coach uh, top 10 class b team who's played a tough schedule um they know how to play hard you know they're a little bit bigger than the teams that we've played um and they've got number you know number 23 is probably the best player that we're you know we've definitely seen so far and probably gonna see majority of the yeah. season and um we've got to find a way to contain him you know from getting to the paint and. Um, but we've got to come ready to go. You know, it's, it'll be fun to see how the kids respond after a back to back, you know, back to back nights. But uh, I'm excited for the challenge. You know, we've we've kind of been looking forward to this, and hopefully, you know, we can we can come out and show you know show some people what we really got.
2: All right, coach. We'll see you tomorrow. Congratulations, man. Yeah,
3: thanks, Doug. Really appreciate it. You
2: bet, Eric, ripping head coach of the Amherst Broncos as they pick up the win here by a score of 58 to 37. Then on the flip side, it just didn't go the way that Carney Catholic wanted it to go. The head basketball coach Bob Langen slides in to chat with us here, and Coach you had to be pleased with the first quarter. But boy, they just their defensive intensity—you've seen it before. You've played that. You as your teams have played that kind of defense before, and it was just hard to get shots up after that first quarter.
0: Yeah, uh, with their length and athleticism, kind of similar to what we had the past three or four years, made it tough. I thought uh, Coach Rippon and them guys did a good job of uh, making adjustments. Uh, their press worked a little bit early on, but not that much, and then uh, kind of did what we would do last year and figure out what's working, and then that half-court defense, a lot of switching was tough. Uh, I In that type of game where you're not getting a lot of shots, you've got to make the open ones you get, and we had some decent looks in that second quarter, but they just didn't fall. Uh, and we also took some tough ones too. Once we got in there and drive, so uh, like I told our guys, by the end of the year, when it matters, and end of January, start of February, hopefully we can manufacture some ways to score.
2: Are you seeing that? I mean, because I've asked you this a couple of times, Landon will put his head down and go in there. Some of the other guys won't do that. They will shoot an open three if it's there. A couple of the guys off the bench are a little timid about taking an open shot out there. Are you, Are you? Gra- I mean, it's not great, but are you starting to see a little bit of improvement in that?
0: Uh, I think so. I know, uh, like I told Owen Axman at halftime, I thought he had a couple drives on the baseline where he gets almost to the block, four feet from the basket. And if there's anybody near him, he kind of pivots out and looks to kick it, and we've been working on finishing getting it down there getting some contact so maybe find a way to incorporate it more f- watch some film and get into the offense uh i know in terms of i don't know if you're referring to uh, other guys kicking it out or us kicking it out and being a little bit hesitant to shoot some threes or not uh at times we are but uh we don't want to get into a big three-point no. shooting contest and then it turns into a bunch of transition and kind of look like the carney high fremont game yesterday <laughs> so uh we're trying to get a little bit more shot selection, but I'm seeing what you're seeing in terms of we would like some of those other guys to get in there and drive it and look to finish. I thought uh, Brant Christner did that a couple of times tonight, and he's a big, strong kid, and get in there. And uh, we could get Q a few more touches in there as well. And Carson had a couple of drives. It's just a matter when they get it in there, you got to put it in the basket.
2: All right, St. Cecilia, you'll get them twice in two and a half weeks here. Uh, kind of like Coach Petrie said, by now you guys know what each other does pretty well, uh, so uh, I guess the short turnaround, you'll have a good scout, but uh, what about tomorrow?
0: Yeah, uh, I told our guys that we can't have this loss turn into a second loss. I know watching St. Cecilia today in person and then at the Heartland Hoops Holiday Classic, they're going to be big and physical, and you got to make sure, like, tonight when we went our zone against Amherst there in the second half, uh, we didn't rebound the ball very well, but those big guys in there are going to push us underneath, and uh, I told them, you guys know how physical they're going to be from the football game, so you got to make sure that you come out ready to go because they're going to want to come out and bully you a little bit and see how much you have, and we can't back down from that. Uh, we saw them uh, there in summer league with us at GICC in the summer. I think we saw them two or three times. Uh, so I'd probably expect if uh, kind of a low scoring grinder a little bit and see who can hit the most shots and make sure that we don't get out physical.
2: All right, Coach, we'll let you get home, and uh, let's drive safe, get some breakfast, and be back tomorrow.
0: All righty, thanks for the coverage. We appreciate it.
2: Thanks, Coach. That's Bob Langan, came up a little bit short here, just couldn't get the ball in the hole in the second and third quarters, and they fall by a score of 58-37, to and that will wrap things up. Our four games today, again, the quick recap for you. The opener was a good one. New York held off a late St. Cecilia run in the girls' game, 41-37. Kirsten Portwine had 18 points for York. Uh, pretty balanced for Hastings, St. Cecilia, but Tatum, had 11.7 rebounds. In the boys' game, it was 23-20 going into the fourth quarter, and York ended up winning it 44-34. That's when Ryan Seavers scored 14 of his game-high 20 points. Garrett Ivey had nine. Nine points led the way for St. Cecilia with Carson Kudlicek. It was the Amherst girls jumping out to a 14-0 lead and kind of keeping that lead until the last minute. And Carney Catholic got close, but it ended up 50 to 44. 17 points for Morgan Areta, 13 points, 8 rebounds, 2 blocks for Hannah Herrick for Amherst. For Carney Catholic, Callie Squires, 13 points, 6 rebounds, and Alexis Kime, 11 points, 10 for London Carnes. And then, as we just told you here, 58 37 Amherst boys win it, 3 in double figures, 14 for Scout Simmons, 12 for Nolan Elo, 11 for Tage Hadwiger. Carney Catholic was led by Landon Adeal with 12 points and 8 rebounds. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. The Nebraska men, they beat Iowa 66-50 tonight, so a nice win there for the Husker men. College football, Minnesota was a winner earlier today, 28-20 over Syracuse. Currently, Florida State and Oklahoma are tied at 32, but Florida State is at the OU 11-yard line with a minute 45 to go. Texas and Washington about to kick off. And when we sign off here, it's NFL Thursday night football. The Dallas Cowboys after one quarter leading Tennessee by a score of 10 to nothing. This is Doug Duda thanks for joining us. We'll see you here tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. from the Amherst Holiday Tournament on ESPN Tri-Cities.